shut us down by an hour. Oh, we're still in this bitch. Oh, Mac and Chew, still in this bitch for our third consecutive week. What's going on, B Mac? Not too much. Uh, love the song choice today. You know, we spread out from uh, Let's Be. But yeah. uh, we still in this bitch. As much as that thing got played into the dirt, I still love that song. Oh, it's a fucking instant classic, dude. At the library, B-Mac on the dance floor, Dipsy Doom with the Kimdiche brothers, buying more drinks. I love it. 2010, man. Mm-hmm. Crazy year. Yeah. So I guess uh, I guess we're getting kind of big now. We got a... We got a fat shout-out from our new sponsorship, Shinesty. What you got for us, BMAC? Yeah, this week's episode being brought to you by Shinesty, your boy Whitey over there, Total Savage. Uh, Shinesty is the only clothing Stevie Wonder can see. You can check out their annex and ridiculous clothing at Shinesty.com. That is S-H-I-N-E-S-T-Y.com. Use the promo code HASH, H-A-S-H, for 15% off your first order. Might like the way you look, but we do not guarantee it. Shinesty. Shinesty, Shout baby. Mighty over there, baby. What's good, Whitey? Once again, that promo code is HASH. H-A-S-H. Anyway, enough, yes. of, the, enough of the corporate bullshit. Let's get back to what we do. <laughs> All right, BMAC. So let, let's let's go right into... um. We got a couple hometown rivalries going right now. Let's start with the, the Sox and the Bravos with uh, my Red Sox. I'm representing right here. The Sox hat. Uh, just beating the Braves off the Braves these last three games. Well, the Red Sox once again show up to Turner Field, and thank God the Braves colors are blue and red because that place was just filled with Red Sox. I'm sitting there listening to it on the radio and just hearing Let's Go Poppy chants louder than any Tomahawk job. Oh, by far. By the way, this is just a weekly thing where I just rip on Atlanta fans, apparently. I don't mean to, but it just always seems to come up. I mean, it's how it happens, dude. I mean, it's not your fault. It's it's just, you know, it's, you, you can't help where you were born, you know? I'm not blaming myself. So, you see, um, so I guess we'll start with, uh, I guess, the major headline in the MLB yesterday. Uh, David Price, my boy, fan in 14 Bravos, which, I don't know, it's a, it's a pretty extraordinary feat. But then again, you think about the Braves lineup with uh, Nick Markakis being the best bat in there. And I don't know. How do you feel about that performance by my boy Price? I tell you what, the longer we can keep this run of also mentioning Nick Markakis in the podcast, the happier I will be. And as long as he keeps roping doubles, I'll be fine with it. But uh, the Braves have actually pulled, uh, pulled it together this week. A um, couple of good games this weekend, getting uh, double-digit hits in a couple of them and still losing games. So there's really no... Antidote I can see that'll help him beat the Red Sox in this series. Um, but it's kind of interesting. I kind of love that two games at Turner, two games at Fenway, the Cathedral. Yeah, inter- interesting, right? I haven't seen that uh, in years past. Yeah, let's see that coming through. I guess that interleague play coming in. And, well, we all know this Boston-Atlanta rivalry is just huge in every sport. Actually, it's not huge in any sport. Nobody really gives a shit. But Hawks yeah. and Celtics... Uh, Hawks and Celtics playing Braves and Red Sox right now. Atlanta versus Boston, we're at each other's throats. I love it, and I couldn't be more happy to see your face right now. Um, Can we we give a quick shout-out to my boy, Travis Shaw, a.k.a. the mayor of Ding Dong City? Do we have to give a shout-out to Travis Shaw? I mean, he's my guy. That nickname stuck, finally. um, And I love it. Mayor of Ding Dong City. Who exactly did it stick with? Well, I don't want to take full credit for it, but I'm going to take full credit for it. Um, okay. Travis Shaw yesterday hit a three-run bomb that I think is still in orbit. 
Well, that's that's very possible. Um, I think the the air was pretty thin there in Turner Field. Wind was blowing out, so you know, I'll give him his due. He got to get a piece of it, but I mean, he didn't get a piece. He got the whole thing <laughs> <laughs> with two bad knees. Oh man! Oh, stop it! Stop it! So, a quick little shout out to um, we referenced the Wheaties, get Bob or Kurt Gibson commercial last week. And I actually found that, that video and I sent it over to BMAC. And it is more of a gem than I even ever remember it being. I don't know why it's funnier now than it was then, but just the call Vin Scully pulls out is... I mean, I can't believe... The guy has a crystal ball or something because he set it up perfectly. Just making Kirk Gibson out to be an absolute wash-up. He gets out there, rips a bomb, and then you put it to a, to a guy in his company softball league. Pure gold. Gold. Here I might come, go get a box of Wheaties. Here comes Gibson with two bad knees. He's got the uh, torn MCL and bruised meniscus on the other one. <laughs> and talk about a roll of the dice. <laughs> then he just fucking yokes one and he goes, In a oh, year man. when the improbable has happened, the impossible has happened. Oh, oh, that's the greatest. Oh, it's the best. And once again, three for three there with what? Nick Markakis? Boston versus Atlanta, and now Vince Scully. And, and eventually we'll work in the, the, the 97 Marlins, obviously, the podcast. One of these days, one, one of these days we'll get to Lee Hernandez. Yep, we will. We will. I know we did touch on that strike zone uh, two podcasts ago. We're not going to get back into it. All no, no, all right, we knew Okay. Let's, uh, let's, bring, really? let's bring it back to the, uh, let's keep it with the Boston-Atlanta theme. Let's go over to the NBA playoffs, and uh, in a must-have game, the Celtics just played like a bunch of assholes. I, that was one of the worst showings I've ever seen by an NBA team and also just the most overachieving squad the Hawks have ever put on the floor. I mean, every, I heard a stat the other, I heard a stat that every single player on the team attempted a three for the Hawks. You kidding me? We were just throwing up threes left and right. Half of them were going in. Evan Turner? Why does Evan Turner, every time I turn on the TV, look better than he actually is? He's not that good is the thing. Yeah, but he looks like he should be. Uh, I don't know. Fucking. Uh, so now what is Who it? Who cares? The teams are going nowhere. No. Yeah, they're going. It, it, I'd, I'd like to beat the Hawks just to have that that on you. But other than that, I mean, we're going to lose next round either way, whatever team advances. Yeah, because the Celtics haven't. You don't have the 25 straight series the Celtics have beat the Hawks in. That's true. That's true. And we could give Paul Pierce another shout out, but we won't. Don't fact check me on that. 25 straight may be a little hyper- hyperbolic. Yeah, we don't have our fact checker on site today. <laughs> yeah, we, we're missing reality. We're, we still need an IT guy, so we're still working. You know, we're still we're still working with what we got here. Hey, we're on our way there. We got corporate sponsors now. IT guy is next. Oh hell yeah, dude! Corporate sponsors, I love it. Anyway, yeah, so, so um, I guess I was thinking uh, I was thinking I want to bring something into you that I know you just didn't want to talk about. But oh, I'm not excited for this. Uh, since it is. Uh, Boston versus Atlanta week. I'm actually going to come to your side of this. Let's talk about Deflate Gate. Oh, Tom my. Brady suspension reinstated. Are you like? Oh my god, this just boils my blood. I didn't want to talk about it, but it's a major topic in the news. And are you fucking kidding me? I hope Roger Goodell gets stabbed in the throat, butt fucked by some big fucking guy. And then I, I hate him. Like, I hate him and everything he stands for. I cannot believe two years later we're still talking about this. I mean, so how do you really feel? 
I hope Brady fucking retires. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm just so like, I'm just so I, I'm I'm over it. I, I have no more emotions left to give about this topic. I spent people are dying, Zulo. What is the court system doing, wasting any time on this? Who cares? Oh, it's not just in the NFL anymore. It's going to like a circuit court with like some big time judge like overruling some bullshit. Oh. I, I hate it. I hate Roger Goodell. I hate the NFL. Um, hey, Jimmy Garoppolo, though. Let's see what he's got. Well, dude, in the long in in the long term, it's going to be good for the Pats. They're going to go four and zero. Obviously, they're going to win every game. Um, but it's just it's just to sh- to drag Tom Brady through the mud. Probably the best athlete, best person, best human being ever to walk the face of the earth since your boy JC Jesus Christ. I think it's blasphemy, and I'm over it. I, like, I'm not even mad anymore. I'm just disappointed, is what my daddy said. Uh, yeah, you, you seem like you're handling it well. You seem like you're over it. Um, yeah, I'll never be over it. Yeah, so we're going to keep it with the NFL and go to the NFL draft. That is Thursday night, the first round. Mm. Ooh, I, I saw, I put a, I tweeted out a picture of our boys, Tunzel, Kimdichi, and Treadwell all in Chicago taking a dope pick. All looking to be top picks, and I cannot wait to hear my Ole Miss Rebels being announced one after another after another and walking up on that stage. And hopefully, Kimbiche stabs Goodell in the throat when it happens, but, I mean, wishful thinking, right? I mean, for you, yeah. So, first round, um, who you got? Who you liking here? There's been some big trades. Big well, first tra- off, these guys, the Rams and the Eagles just trade in the farm for these two Scrubs, these guys are these guys going to be any good? Jared Goff and Carson Wentz. Mm, Carson Wentz looks like a little bitch hipster. I saw an interview today. I'm like, this guy, he's a quarterback. Who the fuck's my paycheck? That guy's getting paid. He's going to go number one overall. Where, who, what, what reality do we live in these days? Uh, guy won three double A Division two titles. Man, what uh, what else do you want? Uh, I want him to play in Division one. Yeah, who do you play? The URI Rams? Like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, what about Joe Flacco? Yeah, Joe, Joe Flacco can suck it. I don't care about Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco shouldn't have won that Super Bowl if, who was it, Raheem Moore played a prevent defense like every other defender has ever played a prevent defense? Oh, you mean against the Broncos in the AFC Championship game? Exactly. Man, I almost felt bad for that guy. That was so, like, he, like, what are you doing? What are you biting on the fucking pump fake? It's a fucking... It's the game. He's going deep. He's going deep. <laughs> He's going deep. Flacco's got a cannon, though. Yeah, so does Jamarcus Russell, who, um. who, coincidentally, <laughs> who coincidentally enough is um sent a letter to every NFL team saying to give him a trial and he'll play for free. Is that... He said he would be the water boy to get his foot in the door. That Oh, man, that's... Uh, talk about a fall from grace. I mean... The guy had an absolute gun, but what an idiot. He's got fucking... Quit drinking lean, bro. He's got shit for brains. And FYI, you can't show up to NFL training camp weighing three bills as a quarterback. You just can't do it. No, you can't. Because unless you're... Roethlisberger's got to be close to three bills. That guy's the most unathletic guy I've ever seen. Yeah, but he's so nimble. He's, he's got a sick pump fake. But here's the th- and that goes back to our point about fucking Carson Wentz and Jared Goff. Just look at Jamarcus Russell. That's what you're going to get into. That's what you're getting right there. I mean, quarterback's just a crapshoot in general. I mean, you get the years where you get 
Andrew Luck in their first pick overall, and then was the same year everybody scrambling to get Christian Ponder and Jake Locker? Yeah, how'd that work out for you? Yeah, I mean, like, why, why trade up for guys who just aren't going to be the guy? I mean, it just, I just, I don't, like, you and me, I mean, we went to Ole Miss. We're not the brightest guys, but we could, like, look at history. Don't trade the farm for a fucking, maybe a franchise quarterback. It's just not worth it. It's not going to pan out nine times out of ten. The guy's going to be working at KFC in two years two years after. <laughs> uh, so pretty much everything, every mock draft I'm seeing has Goff one, Carson Wentz two, um, and then pretty much everybody's choice from there. Uh, kind of a jumble up. Laramie Tunzel, Joey Bosa, Miles Jack, Jalen Ramsey, and DeForest Buckner. Uh, somewhere sitting there. Somewhere. Mike Mayock has Ronnie Stamp from Notre Dame, the offensive tackle, going over Laramie Tunzel. I mean, no, the guy, real kid. He, that guy should be fired. Um, where, yeah, where's Tunzel, Tunzel going? Brick wall. Where's Tunzel going? The, the Chargers, it looks like. Chargers are sitting at three, and Tunzel might be uh, might be fitting in there nicely. Uh, a couple other guys are thinking they need some pass rush. Uh, DeForest Buckner, who you know, I like the name. Got a good body on him, but. You never know with that. I mean, sometimes they turn out to be J.J. Watt. Sometimes they're at KFC in two weeks. Yep, yep. And um, speaking of quarterbacks, how about your boy, or Ben's boy, fucking OU guy, Sam Bradford. The fucking balls on this guy asking for a trade now. It's like, dude, you were gifted $70 million over your shitty 10-year career. I didn't say 10-year, I said 10-year, like a 10-year teacher. But, um... (laughs) The, guy, the guy's fucking knee and shoulder is hanging on by dental floss. What are we doing here? Bradford, you should be, you shut your fucking mouth and just take what you're giving, dude. I can't believe it. Yeah, he's asking, he's like, not even asking for one, like demanding one. Like, I'm not coming to camp unless you trade me. What kind of a pussy is this guy? Like, dude, you, have you played 16 games in your career? It's Sam Bradford, there's only one problem. You're not any good, is, is the thing. So I saw that, and I just like get a real dude, you know. Uh, I do, I do just love the Eagles being in turmoil. Just it feels right when the NFL is just has the Eagles just can't get it together. You know, it's fucking miserable, dude. Yeah. So looking through uh, some mock drafts here, um, seeing your boy Kim Diche going as high as number fourteen to the Raiders. And, boy, I would love it if he dropped down there to number 17 in the ATL. Oh, God. For his sake, I hope he doesn't go to Atlanta. Just his, him, he's from, he's from Atlanta. I feel like he would just smoke some fake weed, jump out a window again, and his career would be over before it began. I think that's still a legend. Yeah, I, I mean, the guy's weird, dude. Let's get, like, we, you know what I know. I mean, let's get, let's get it. The, guy, the, guy's, the guy's a weird guy, but he is a beast. It's a beast. And if he slips that far, then whoever gets him, it's a fucking, it's gift-wrapped. Oh, yeah. What? And uh, looks looks like uh, third Rebel in the first round, your boy, Treadwell. Shout out to Treadwell. What up, successful Quan? What up, Treadwell? What up, Treadwell? Hey, he uh, looks like he's going to number 23 at the Vikings. Oh, my God. Another team I don't want him to go to. Teddy Bridgewater is kind of a G, though. He just gets... Rocks. Did you see him last year just go to sleep? Oh, the against the, was it the Rams? He came back into that game. That was like a heavyweight boxing matchup. The guy gets, guys, go, he goes to sleep. Two plays later, he's scrambling for a 14-yard first down. What are you kidding me? Lights out. 
Yeah, I got no. I like I like Teddy Bridgewater. Um, I actually don't hate the Vikings. I just, if I'm being honest, I want Trevor to go to the fucking Patriots. But I mean, that's never going to happen in a million years. Oh, is that being honest? Yeah, it's being yeah, whatever. Wouldn't mind if the Falcons took him. We got Julio. Yeah, yeah, you, you got Julio. Do you get the fuck out of here? Yeah, Julio's the best in the game. Yep, 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 yep. So anyway, we yeah, got. So uh, definitely excited about that draft. I kind of like the new one day Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Yeah, you have those guys that are sitting in the green room not getting called. It's kind of pathetic. So yeah, I don't, I don't hate that the new format. Uh, I'm looking at a couple of things here showing Paxton Lynch going to the Jets. I hate Paxton Lynch. I hate him. I hate him more than you do, or maybe equal. I mean, press coverage, guys. I mean, <laughs> it's Memphis. What are you doing, Ole Miss? Like, come on! It's fucking every loss they had. Fuck me. No, we're not getting to that. No, we can't. Can't get into it. Nope, nope, nope. We cannot get into that at all. So, yeah, anyway. I don't know. Should we... We got any more baseball news out there? Uh, baseball news. Besides the Braves and the Sox, Bryce Harper continues to can absolutely crush the ball. I'll do you one better. You know who's having a better year, perhaps, than Bryce Harper? You'll never guess it. Maybe you will. No, good guess. Uh, let's go Neil Walker. Neil Walker, so I'm at the Braves game on Saturday. Uh, uh, Sunday, sorry. The uh, Braves game on Sunday. A little day game, 1.30, go out to turn a field. Classic. Hang out with uh, about 15,000 of your closest friends. And, uh, you know, Neil Walker walks up to the plate, and I'm looking up at the, the big screen, and it just says Walker. Seven home runs, like 15 RBIs, and he's hitting like 315. Yep. And then he hit another home run that game, or on Monday, and he just went deep again tonight. Are you kidding me, Neil Walker? That traitor. He was a hometown pirate. Yeah, he was. He was. I don't know. Maybe they traded him. I don't really know how he got to the Mets. I don't no. like it at all, though. No, they traded him. And um, Well, he's on my fantasy team, so I love every minute of it. The guy's carrying my team. I, Neil Walker is Daniel Murphy. Again, Daniel Murphy went from the Mets to the Nationals. Okay, we still have to play them all the time. And he's the guy that just, I, I swear he's hitting 375 against the Braves lifetime, and he has at least 250 at-bats against them. Oh, it's like if uh, you want to revive your career, play second base for the Mets. Holy fuck. Edgardo Alfonso? Edgardo <laughs> Alfonso. That might have been a good where are they now, but, you that know. That might have been a good where are they now. I might have to just dig up some dirt on old... EA there real quick. Edgardo Alfonso. Wasn't he fuck wasn't he fucking around with the Cardinals for a while? I don't know. Some of those journeymen are just so hard to to keep track of these days. Yep. Yep. So anyway, that's uh what else we what else we got? Touched well, what on what we do have is of course that nice little segue into Where are they now? I don't know. Where are they now? And I'm just so excited to see who is on deck for this segment. Well, who is on deck fits hand-in-hand with what we were just talking about, which is journeyman second baseman. And we're going with journeyman second baseman Miguel Cairo for today's (laughs) edition of Where Are They Now? Miguel Cairo, ladies and gentlemen, come on down. Um, He he hails from Egypt. I don't know how I know that, but he does hail from Egypt. I'm not just saying that because his last name is Cairo, and Cairo is the capital of Egypt. I know it for a fact. I don't know it for a fact, 
I do know for a fact that Wikipedia says he is from Anaco Azonhotagaya, Venezuela. So no, so he's not from Egypt. Which, uh, as far as I know, is a province in Egypt, so uh, along <laughs> the Nile. Him and Nick Markakis are chilling together. Yeah, him and Nick Markakis are chilling in Egypt together. Uh, but uh, yeah, Miguel Cairo, nice little playing career there. Started off in 1996, opened up with the Blue Jays, uh, played for the Cubs, Rays, returned to the Cubs, Cardinals, Yankees, Mets, returned to the Yankees, returned to the Cardinals, and then the Mariners, and then the Phillies, and then the Reds. So if we're talking about journeymen, Miguel Cairo is your number one journeyman. Wow. And uh, a quick little side note, uh, we have on my Facebook group the uh, Average Baseball Players of April we do every year. And uh, in the big bracket, we had Miguel Cairo go up against your boy Lyle Overbay. And in what might be the upset of the century, Miguel Cairo lost to Lyle Overbay. Hate it. That may be the upset of the century because I think in terms of mediocrity, Miguel, Miguel Cairo takes the cake. Lyle Overbay, Lyle Overbay had a little bit of a glove over there at first. Yeah. And he had a, he had a good little pull swing. Yep. Miguel Cairo was just the guy who, you know, he's going to hit it where it's pitched and give you 275, maybe. He, Miguel Cairo's like a, like a Marlon Bird type guy to me. You know, a solid guy. You want him in the clubhouse. You want him in the lineup. Um, Overbay, I mean, I don't know. Fuck Lyle Overbay. I was really pissed at that turnout. I mean, it went to a vote. Uh, it was a tie decision, 63 votes each. And then um, the powers that be, you know, the superdelegates, if you will, took took uh, Overbay. So I don't know, you know, the logic in that pick, but whatever. I, you know, really can't believe how revved up you are that Miguel Cairo lost this matchup to Lyle Overbay. I know. I know. So what is, he, uh, what is, our, what is old boy Miguel Cairo doing these days? Uh, Miguel Cairo, these days, uh, the Reds announced that Cairo would operate a special assistant to the general manager, Walt Jockety, uh, February 2013. So he got a nice little front office gig right there after he retired uh, there with the Reds, uh, or at the Reds, a little Freudian slip. Um, but believe it or not, at the end of spring training that year, 2013, had to coach first base as Mark Berry, their first base coach, was diagnosed with throat cancer. So... So as I enjoy this dip, R.I.P. Tony Gwynn, fuck the haters. Um, sorry about you. <laughs> sorry about you. Yeah, so uh, Cairo's living a nice life now. He's back up in the front office with the uh, Reds. Got a nice little family, uh, but he hid his uh, uh, sort of doings now where he's living everything pretty well. Uh, he's living with his wife, Joanna Caballero Cairo. And his son Arthur Cairo. Nice pronunciation there, dude. You should be a yeah, I, you should be a uh, linguist. Took a couple years of Spanish there. I failed like three years of Spanish in a row. That doesn't surprise me one fucking bit. No. And then I get drunk. And then I get drunk. I go down to Tijuana. I feel like I'm the fucking jefe over there, speaking like I'm an asshole. Yeah, but, that and you stole Mia Moore. Oh, that's my dude. Ooh, Mia. Oh, dude, I gave, dude, we made out. You were so jealous. I was jealous of that. Mia Moore, the cocktail waitress at the, uh, what was it, El Caribe down there in Cancun? Yep, yep. Some shot lady. I bought way too many shitty, sugary shots off her. I kind of forced myself on her just to make BMAC jealous. Made out with her. Um, the job was done. BMAC didn't speak to me for the next 12 hours until we woke up and just talked about baseball for about six hours. So, there you go. Yeah, the, uh, 
the not talking to you for 12 hours was more being out of my own goddamn mind than yep. being jealous about Mia Moore. I mean, everybody's jealous about that sweetheart. Yep. And she, gave her, she, she gave me her phone number. I got her number too, dude. You're not, you're not hot shit over there. Well, yeah, but I didn't, like, I could, you can't call it because it's like, it was like 20 numbers long. Yeah. She's Mexican. She probably gave her her, like, fucking Wi-Fi password for all we know. Mm-hmm. She, hey man, she, you know what? She's missing out, man. You're a dapper young man. And, and I, you know, Zulu, I appreciate it, and uh, I think uh, that's a pretty solid way to uh, to wrap up this edition of Hash It Out. Hash It Out, man. You know, not the longest podcast today, but you know, we're still working out some kinks. Uh, we did give our boy Whitey and uh, Shinesty a big shout out. Our, our first corporate sponsors. They're doing a big MTV reality TV show on them, which should be exciting. I saw the promo. It looks exhilarating. Yo, they got uh, Spencer Hawes over there rocking their Christmas suit. Yep. Uh, yeah, I mean, seriously, check them out. Shinesty, S-H-I-N-E-S-T-Y.com. Use the promo code HASH for 15% off your first order. And, uh, yeah, go check those guys out. They're, uh, they're a lot of fun. Bunch yeah. of savages. Yeah, they're doing big things. And uh, so, yeah, so... Uh, once again, uh, he's Mac, I'm Chew, and uh, until next time, ladies and jerks, we'll catch you on the flip. Peace. Peace.